This is All About Home Construction. And here's your hosts, Terry Beck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, morning everybody out there. That's it. Woo. A lot of, what a lovely Saturday on a, an October Saturday. A little cool, but I believe it's going to be pretty good. It's not too bad. Tonight's where it's going to be cool like when we wake up tomorrow morning. Well, I had frosted house. Did you? Yeah. Uh, you see, you're, you're, you're down a little bit, you know, off the off the, or uh, closer to the to the river to the creek there yeah and uh so i, I could see it I, I was good when i came in this morning didn't have any uh didn't have to first scrape windshield turn the windshield wipers on i was good to go no we had frost on the windshield yeah. but the the temperature gauge in the car said 43 with mm. frost <laughs> hey that's what happens when you live in the mountains um no but yeah i think i think we'll be good and rain showers moving out here in a minute but i think we'll be all right overall Anyway, it's going to be a nice day. Now, I, I like these, you know, October days like this. Cool mornings, fairly, you know, I mean, relatively warm day. It's going to be 60-whatever degrees. and Yeah. I, I, that, to me, that's perfect. The leaves are starting to change, starting to look good. Well, you know, we're going to have warm weather come again. We always do. Usually. So. About springtime. Well, we get a little. We'll get a little little rise around December. And we'll think. We'll all say how warm it is, and then we'll complain about being cold. It's just a never-ending cycle. It is. <laughs> well, it's the changing of the seasons. Uh, Did you not watch Lion King? I have watched Lion King. I watched, I used to watch. I, I'm good, man. I get it. You I know, know how we, it works. We have to. I'm an old man now. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have it. But uh, no. We appreciate all of our listeners out there all about home construction. Hey, how did last weekend go? You had the the, uh, the breakfast? Well, you know, I guess I blew it because, you know, I come on the radio show to, yeah. for for that hour. So, and uh, we did 40 meals. Thanks, everybody. Good. Nice. For uh, not much of an advertised breakfast besides the radio yeah. and a little bit on Facebook. Good. That's awesome. I'm glad people came out. Well, glad it was uh, successful. And, yes, I thought I messed up on my potatoes and. Cause I just don't like frozen potatoes. Yeah, and uh, and then I had several people call me later and said, "Well, how'd you make them potatoes, Randy? I really liked them." <laughs> I'm going, I messed up. How about that? Mm. Yeah, hey, one man's trash. Well, that's not. Really we even had some people come in about 15 <laughs> after 10 after we'd already started taking down and good. And uh, I said, "Well, you know, you can go ahead and eat what's left." And I said, doesn't look like much. Well, how much are you going to eat? You know? And yeah. uh, so we'll be doing one uh, the first Saturday next month. Okay. Then, Another breakfast. Yeah. Nice. Well, you know, i got to uh, use up my inventory and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so uh, being an, uh, I'm a co-chair on the food account mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, so the vets are doing more after we had that fiasco at the VFW last year. Right. With the state and the past commander and stuff like that. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm glad it's all turning around and uh, trying to get back and, and get more people back in. It's, it's good. And, uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, I enjoy my cooking. So Sweet. And it's just, but they don't realize that I'm training them to replace myself. <laughs> yeah. Well. Good, it's good. Teach them how to cook. Well, they, they, I mean, I, they're not like the American Legion now. The American Legion is their breakfast is consistent every time. Right. Oh, I love their breakfast, and and I, I wish I knew uh, 
I wish I had I knew when their next one was. I'd tell everybody. Third week. Third week, okay. I think uh I don't think they had it this last month. I'm not for sure, but I think they're getting ready to do it this month. Third week. So that'd be one, two, three. That'd be the what, the nineteenth of December yeah. of November. And uh, uh you know, them guys are getting old too, so support the organizations of the county. That makes no sense. No matter what it is. You know, right. the Ruritan, uh mm-hmm. Breakfast and Fosco, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, definitely. You know that that's well, and, and we've said it all the time on this show. Is that is what uh, what makes us us here in the high country? You know, and I, sound, I know that sounds like a cliche, but the truth is, like, we pull together here at the high country. We do what we need to do to help each other out, and uh, that's why we all like to live here. You know, and uh, you know, there's just not so many, but so many of us here. Yeah. You know, so we're not a big city. That's so, it. And you know, uh, one of the things. You know, me and Terry, if we make it, March 21st, we'll be starting our 10th That's year. That's it. Been a decade. And, uh, you know, we never could get any support about all about us mm-hmm. in the construction industry because right. it's all about buy local. Yeah. And, uh, you know, vegetables and stuff like that. But really pay attention to who you hire mm-hmm. and try to hire somebody that did come from here. Well, yeah, we, we've ran the numbers before, and, and you know, it's it's it, – <laughs> When you are paying local people to work, you know, and, and I'm, I'm saying, you know, that let's let's just take the example of a contractor from uh, from I don't know, Charlotte. It's the closest big city that everybody comes up from, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, if if I if I hire a subcontractor from Charlotte and pay him, let's just say a, a random thousand dollars here, you know, that money when he does when he leaves, where's it going? It goes right back it goes to Charlotte. Back to Charlotte. Yeah. Whereas if I pay someone like Randy a thousand dollars, you know, he's shopping at the same stores that I am. He's paying. You know, and so we go to the same restaurant. He's paying that that money you know, that I've paid him. Randy's now using that to pay the the restaurant here in town, and you know, and that waitress has three kids that go to the school here. Or you fix know, your car, and, and, or, yeah. And that exact was will say, you know, then then she goes and gets her car fixed with that thousand dollars that Randy paid her for the meal, and uh, you know, and it, so it all stays in the community, and it, and it just helps build the local economy. And and I know again, I know it sounds simple, but it's the truth, and. You know, and, and and plus that's you know that's the that's the local companies that are sponsoring the, uh, the 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 local baseball and soccer and football teams and the you know the the, the local schools and and then they've got the signs up on their you know the booster club at school because the, the, yep. they they're supporting the the athletics and they're they're uh, you know and 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 then you you know then they're all pulling together and joining things like you guys have at the at the home builders association and so now. Um, you know, yet you're pulling money together and you're you're giving scholarships to kids. You know, local kids. And I mean, it, it, the money. You know, when when you. I mean, it'd be interesting to to, to be a dollar bill one day, right? Just to watch it float through the community, and yep. how many times it passes the hands and stuff. And and uh, I mean, that's why it's such a big deal to to support local business and uh, you know, yeah, support local business in general. Um, but on the all about home construction, we're we're saying support local construction as well, and you know, putting it at that next level, and uh, yeah, it's been it's, it's huge. Yeah, so just think about that when you hiring somebody, yep. and uh, well, or, or even going out to eat and, and local yeah. restaurants and right. things like that. Well, and and we've said it too, you know. Uh, we live in a different place. I mean, it, it, Watauga County, the high country in general, I'm, I'm going to take the, the, the surrounding counties, right? The, the high country is a different place than Charlotte, than the Otter Banks, right? Yes, we're in the same state, 
We have some of the same state rules and codes when it comes to building. But the fact is we are different up here because of our elevation, because of our extremes, you know, on elevations. I mean, we, we've got the highest mountain peaks in the high country that anyone else in the state has. We've got, yep. you know. All but Mount Mitchell. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's, that's yeah. And, and you're not building on top of Mount Mitchell. So, nope. Nope. So. Um, you know, but yeah, when it comes to home construction, we've, we probably, I would argue we probably got the highest. I mean, I don't know this, this is just my assumption here, but I would say we probably got the highest state in the County. I mean, the highest house in the state. Oh, there are, there's some houses on, they've opened up a boundary on the backside of, uh, Beach Mountain that yeah. just blowed my mind above the land of Oz. Yeah. It, you know, so. it goes on past the gondola up there. Mm-hmm. That's nearly the same high. So, yeah. So there, I mean, there, you, there you go. So. You, and, and, and I so living up here makes a difference. And, um, you know, for one, it's it's not easy to get through some of these places if you're two hours away. Um, and, you know, especially in the wintertime, we know how to get around and we, we know what to expect because you live here. You're used to it. You've conditioned to it. Yep. Um, but also, you know how to it, experience, right? Experience drives everything. It doesn't matter what industry you are in. So if your experience, though, is is working on the side of the mountain where you drop your hammer and it's going to roll five miles down <laughs> you know i mean like it like like yeah it makes a difference yes it, makes it a does difference. well and, and i say that you know I, if i was building a house at you know at the outer banks i wouldn't call randy blake and tell him hey bring your crew from the mountains to the to the beach to build my house you know everybody compares us to the coast you know because most houses at the coast are built on slab on gray right okay and uh you know up here we average about one house a year and that depends on the size of the house yep but it depends on how steep the lot is and how far you got to go yeah or let's think about this it's an older home that's already been beaten mm-hmm. like, or built like we did a job in 2006 mm-hmm. where we added 3200 square foot on the back side of it yeah we couldn't even get any equipment in there yeah and I, the the foundation footers right had to be uh yeah. Beat out by hand, yeah. and uh, uh, it took two months to break the rock out of there so we could get a footer on the ground. Yeah. And then all the block. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, everything. It, it makes a difference. You know, I, I mean, the perfect example, but I, back, I, I did a wood floor one time in Beach Mountain, and you, you pulled up to the house, and, the, and you know, it was it was like a, a basement, and three it had a, like, like this little bitty upstairs loft little thing. So if you counted that, you know, three-story. Or four stories, you know, counting that little loft thing. It was a three-story house, and counting the basement here. So you you pull up to the driveway, you pull up into the basement, but then the the driveway wrapped around the top, kept going up the hill, and you went in on the main level, which was like the the, the middle floor, and it, trying to get hardwood floor in, you know, the, the actual wood, bringing it in the house, let it condition and, and stuff, and the truck couldn't make the curve and it was so steep and it was curved that the truck that they brought for the wood would couldn't make it up so we had to park at the basement and so we're hauling and it gosh this was i don't remember i could, could have told you time seven eight hundred square feet of of oak or whatever it was yeah uh you know but you're carrying up an ex, two extra flights of stairs only because you couldn't drive around well how much extra time did that alone take you know oh gosh yeah uh, we i was dead at the end of that day. we've had yeah. we've had projects where uh, in the winter time, where the, the bottom mm-hmm. has fell out of the road, mm-hmm. and here comes drywall. Yeah, and we unload a whole truckload of drywall, and probably carry it 150 foot just to get to the house. Yeah, you know, and uh, 
Well, that ain't happening no more for me. So. <laughs> no, but at, the, at but my that's, age, but that's things that's we had the to things do. That you got to worry about, and that's what makes construction so different here. You know, and and uh, and the fact that you can prepare for that. You know, how many times do you look ahead and say, "Oh no, uh, there's this." You know, this could be a big snowstorm coming or an ice storm coming. So we're going to do this today instead of that today that I'd originally planned, so that because. We may be stuck doing something else on because of this storm, you know, and and, yeah. and, the, and the conditions just change and affect so much of what we have to do and you know, in the construction, you know, as far as scheduling and, 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 and work planning and things like that. About like uh, one of the houses we did, we were working on in uh, uh, 93 when the snow came. Yeah. And uh, we tarped it because we, yep. we didn't expect three foot of snow. Yeah. And here I'm going in, you know, we had to, we had to walk nearly a mile yeah. and three foot of snow to get Ugh. to this house to see if the tarps had busted with all the snow. Ugh. And uh, you're talking about being afraid. Yeah. You know, because part of the house had been dry mm-hmm. all these years, you know, and here Ooh. we are building the addition on. And we actually, on the old part of the roof, that's the house I was talking about built mm-hmm. between 1825 and 1850. Yeah, okay. We actually had stiff legs under the ridge pole because we hadn't attached it to the new rafter system yet. So we had a tarp that covered the whole front to back. Oh, no. And uh, believe it or not, them little cheap blue tarps, American made then, held up, and we never got any water in it whatsoever. That's awesome. So what we did was, uh, you know, power was out, but we had some kerosene heaters there. So we went ahead and started the kerosene heaters, and then they started... It started to yeah, run off. Yeah. And we still never got any water in it, but you talk about being scary. And uh, hmm. people don't think about what scares a contractor. Right. You know, and that stuff scares a contractor. Yeah. But all Things that, like the hurricane coming last week, I'm sure there was yeah. somebody listening to us that was like, oh, no, I've got this job and, and this could, will happen, you know. And uh, it is it is quite scary. Yep. And, you know, even uh, – we try every every way we can to take care of everything that's out there, and people just don't understand. That's it. Because in our neighborhood, we can build faster. Right. Well, yeah, when I don't have to wheelbarrow concrete 500 uh, feet because I can't get the truck there. Well, I've done that, uh, too. <laughs> it, makes it makes it a little bit faster, don't it? Yes, it does. We'll be right back right after this. Thanks for listening to us. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. Thanks for listening to us. Give us a call, 262-1567. Hey, real fast, don't forget about the podcast, All About Home Construction. So if you miss this or if you want to go back and listen, share it with some friends. We're trying to get our likes and, and listens up to there as well. We appreciate all those people that do it. Just tell your smart speaker to play it, and uh, that's the easiest thing to do. Or It works. It works. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good. So, And everybody's starting to get – a smartphone or an Alexa or something like that. So it works out. Well, I got a question for you, Randy. Yeah. You going to get me on one? Well, uh, my question for you is uh, what's eight inches long? It's a, it's a cube. Yeah. All right. Eight or, well, it's technically a rectangular prism, but we'll get there. So it's eight inches long, three and five eighths inches wide, and two and a quarter inches high. 
Well, that sounds like a modern brick. There you go. There's your modern brick for you. God, I can't you know, modern that. bricks used in new construction has been used in new construction since they standardized everything. Yep. Uh, modular brick is a brick that's nearly half again as big. Uh, well, there you go. So that's uh, that's what we're talking about today in uh, talking about modern bricks or now, bricks. Just to say bricks in general. How's yeah, that? And that was part of the, uh, the request we had from. Uh, a gentleman that emailed us about uh, 18 different types of siding. See, last week yep. we talked about steel siding. Yep. So we thought we'd talk about the history of bricks. I don't believe we've ever talked about them. I don't know. We, we've uh, I mean, we've had some guests on that talked a little bit about bricks, but not necessarily the history of it. Um, you know, and, and that's the thing. So brick, arguably one of the uh, the, the oldest, um, I guess, forms of building. You know, I mean, if, if you really look at brick as in terms of, Maybe not necessarily like the, the clay made, you know, uh, but I mean it comes directly from rock, right? Like stacking rocks and yeah. and stacking them up, and that's how the pyramids are built, right? Um, so I mean it, it, it certainly uh, has been around for a while, but you know, the, the the Great Wall of China was made out of bricks. Yes, you know, three point eight billion bricks are in the wall. Um, so bricks have been around, and in you know, so we saw them in China. We've seen them in Europe, obviously. We've seen them. Adobe, you know, is is pretty much the same thing a as a brick. Um, so we see that in all sorts of civilizations, you know, early civilizations throughout the whole world. But somebody took the time to calculate them out to make sure that they could lay them faster. Yeah. And uh, the first bricks, the first known bricks uh, were made in uh, southern Turkey about 7,000 B.C. Wow. That's crazy. And uh, so that's a long time ago. Yeah. And But, you know, believe it or not, there's some bricks still out there. Yep. And uh, and it's, it is due to the climate and area that they do have them in. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you're talking about the adobe bricks. You know, a lot of adobes are under cliffs where when they get to partial rain, you know, uh, it never gets to them. So right. it don't dissolve them. Right. Uh, and then, you, you know... The arid land back then, they probably had a harder time finding the water to build the bricks. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, that that's the thing is is like, yeah, I mean, I, I it's just it's just crazy. Like when you think about the the what all you have to do for uh, to to create this you know this thing and um, going back to the old times where it's you know it's, it's mixing this clay up and then and then but first of all you got to figure out what the best mix of because we all know diff- dirt's different types of dirt. You know, you don't. Yeah. You pick up dirt here, and you can go somewhere else, and it's different dirt. So finding the the right cut type of clay, first of all, and then the mixtures. I mean, there, there's a lot of they they didn't realize it. You know, I probably they probably didn't sit here and say, "Well, I'm doing science work," but there was a lot of science and technology that went into building a brick. You know, somebody somebody <clears throat> took the time. Well, they used their rods and sticks, I guess. Yeah. You know, at, at that time of life that's what they use for measurements but uh you know one thing they learned about the bricks were is that they uh would absorb heat during mm-hmm. the daytime mm-hmm. and they would release the heat at night yeah so it actually kept their home like a thermal warm. bank yep yeah well you know when you like i said bricks have sort of evolved uh or, or the not necessarily the 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 
now now keep in mind I'm I'm saying bricks as in a, as in a, the concept you know not necessarily the 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 red eight inch piece that we're talking about yeah. you know but 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 bricks but the concept of bricks and and making um out of mud and, and clay and, and dirt right um it's been like it said it through several civilizations throughout the world you know um kind of develop their own bricks but if you look at it for the most part you know all the bricks were originally developed in, in sort of that those warmer climate areas yep. uh and and the main reason was because those bricks were dried out in the sun you know you, you 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 get this clay or dirt you mix it up and then you dry it out you know and, and well that allowed them to use their rock for something else yep you know because rock is actually considered rubble right so you have to cut the rock to get it to lay right yeah uh they also learned that by making a, a consistent ratio in bricks, it was easier to lay. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of bricks uh, were laid without any mortar. Yeah. You know, they didn't even, you know, the the Greeks knew about mortar. Right. And But you take Egypt and places like that, most of them were dry stacked. Right. And they had a four-two-to-one ratio. Mm-hmm. So I guess it, uh, so that allowed them to lay more easy and, yeah. and stack. Well, you know, in... in the, again, bricks. I mean, uh, pavers, cobblestone, or you know, all came from that same line of of, of technology. Yes, um, so bricks are not just something that you see on the outside of a house. You know, siding. Today, we, today we we think of brick as siding, but um, the the technology of brick has done everything for build the actual structure to pave roads for the Romans. And oh yeah. Uh, I remember when I was a kid up there in the old parts of Cleveland, Ohio, they still had brick roads. Yep. And I, I remember the, the inconsistency of the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even our driveway was done out of brick. Yeah. Well, but but you look, you know, I mean, the, the town of Boone is is there over the last what year or whatever they've redone a lot of the sidewalks or most of the sidewalks and, and they added inside. brick to the sidewalks and. Um, you know, part of that, I don't know if this is, I, I can't speak for the town. I haven't seen this, but, but I do know that, uh, you know, there, there is like this push of, we, we've all, t- we've talked about groundwater a lot on this show, uh, and runoff and stuff. Well, you know, there's, there's special designed parking lots in, in, in you know, that, that they've come together and designed where they use bricks and pavers. And the reason being is it allows some of that water, not all of it. Now, granted, there's a lot of water, uh, you know, overflow runoff, but it allows more water to penetrate the ground and get in the ground. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, reducing some of the runoff. Uh, off topic just a little bit. Yeah, we like rabbit holes. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, green construction has a concrete mix mm-hmm. that is poured uh, semi-dry. Yep. And they level it out. But it has holes in it, so water can run through it. Yeah. But you can also drive on it. More I, porous, uh, yeah. I can't remember uh, what year they introduced that to the home builders. Yeah. But I just thought it's nifty because now you can put your road mat down. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the gravel underneath it. Yeah. And uh, just pour right over it with this product. Water can run through it. Well, I mean, that's, the, yeah, it's it's cool. But um, So that's modern technology coming in. Right. Right. So, um well, yeah. So, I mean, again, so sort of that, uh, like you had said, modern Turkey uh, is where the the sort of developed. The, I mean, really, it's Mesopotamia, right? I mean, that that's that's what we're what we're talking about for those history nerds like us. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, shaped out of uh, out of mud, and um, 
what when you think about it, like I said, what I sort of alluded to is is there's so many different types of bricks, especially worldwide. Um, you know, shapes, sizes, yep. uh, how they're made. Um, you know, and in sort of that modern, you know, when we think of a modern brick, yes, it's it's more uniform, and and it will we'll 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 get there in a minute. But um, you know, it's uh. It, it's just interesting that the types and, and, and but how how similar but how different how's that yeah uh, well you know as we go on through history you know the Romans uh, made them better yeah how about that and uh, they fired their bricks they also preferred a type of white clay a whitish or a red clay but they made their brick in the spring they fired them and then they let them rest for two years before they used them that's wild. That's a long time. I mean, that's so they, uh, you know, there's that everybody tries something new, okay, and that just happened to be what what the Romans did. Well, and and that, yeah, I mean, some of the earliest fired bricks are three thousand five hundred BC. Is is kind of when they started, I guess, making that transition, if you will, from from uh, sun baked or whatever you want to call it. To, uh, to to fired, you know, some kind of brick fired uh, kiln today. You know, we use that word. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's the some of those fire bricks that the Romans made though were, were you know one or two f- feet. I'm I'm saying Roman feet, not yeah. you know, which is a little bit different. But um, you know, so we we think of a brick again, that little three to eight inch piece. But we're talking like uh, bricks the Romans were using. You know, two by what one by two by two or one by one yep. by one by two by one? You know, I mean, we're talking like a two foot cubic, two cubic feet. And then piece. they made then they made some bricks up to three Roman feet. Yeah, that's huge. Well, they had slaves. Well, that's it. But well, but but again, we go back. Uh, not, I mean, it's rock. It, it it it's a carved piece, but it's the same principle as as these. As the uh, the pyramids, you well, know? That, that that three foot brick was probably a lot lighter. Well, that see, that's the thing, a, right? The stone. So now you're able to uh, you. I mean, it, the, the technology came from rock, right? Like like, hey, this works great. We can carve this rock in you know into a cube and square and uh, rectangle, and we could we could stack it easier. It looks better. It, it holds tighter, you know. Oh, and then it's like, oh, well, wait, wait, wait. I don't have rock at this site, and and that mm-hmm. you know, and so now we're building, we're making it, we're making bricks, and um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's forts, castles, uh, you know, vaults, yeah, aqueducts. The Romans use them for the aqueducts. Yep. Um, you know, they they're moving their water. Uh, all of those things were were great examples of the Roman uh, bricks, and and you still see today that Roman architects left over you know the the the, the coliseum the yep. you know all these places uh that that are sort of throughout europe stone um, they were stone and rock combined yeah and but you know later on the greeks realized that uh brick walls stood up a lot better than stone walls because yeah. most stone see was dry stack right cut to fit right and uh it was still a rubble type product yeah you know that's what totally amazed me when i was in uh uh Caen, France, looking at a castle and was able to look at a, a wall of a castle Yeah, from the uh, 6th century. Right. But now they had mortar in it. Okay. But no wonder you couldn't knock a wall down on a castle because it was uh, thick. All, yeah. yeah near, over three foot wide. Yep. 
And but all the rock on the outside were all cut smooth. Yeah. All the rock on the inside of the walls was all rubble that was put in there. Just and, to fill. And, and fill. That's cool. That's cool. Well, and, and so you just alluded to uh, one of the other advantages is is that it's, you know, it's it's, it's solid. I mean, it's yeah. – and, and, and the reason it makes such a great wall, especially when – in the, the example, like you said, the castle, the fort, you know. Uh, but even, even into the housing is um, – when when we look back at history, right? What's we heated with wood? Yep. If you're building a castle and someone's coming to take it over, you're not going to want a wood castle. Why? It burns. You know, that's the one of the greatest advantages of bricks, and the and the reason it became so like took over and so popular is it. You know, you mentioned holding the heat, but it also is not not combustible. Yes, it is. You know, the, the 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 walls itself will not burn and so it, you know you can now have a, a non-combustible or semi you know parts of your house can now be non-combustible and and that's what we see as we you know because i like pizza and we still see that today when i go get a pizza a brick oven's pizza you know it's, well, we're using brick that's because it's consistent holds the heat yep throughout the the oven yep and that which that's what makes a better pizza. Exactly, you know, but but it doesn't burn, and that's the reason we use it. You know, it, it, it's uh, bricks. A really, it's a really fascinating uh, product uh, for sure. Um, you know, and, and we 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 sort of lump it all into the masonry walls, and and uh, but that's because it has so so much commonality between them all. But um, yeah, you know, have you ever heard this uh, little story about these uh, these guys that built their house? One of them built it out of straw and oh, then the other guy came oh yeah 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 uh what house was the best house that they built the brick the brick house right the the wind doesn't knock it over and and so that's where you you, you know uh, we, we we see that in, in in children's things all the time but um you know brick is a is a solid sturdy product and that's that's the reason we use well, it. well so. i think it was some uh brick products knocked down this last week in that hurricane Probably, which was quite scary. So. But they weren't knocked down as much as correct the straw houses. I think. <laughs> <laughs> little pig, little pig. <laughs> we'll be right back right after this. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. Give us a call two six two. One five six seven. Talking a little bit about brick on this uh, lovely Saturday morning. Brick, I like brick. You know, I, I go through phases. Like when I, there, I mean, I'm a wood guy. I'm a wood guy. Obviously, I, I like wood, and um, but I like the accent of brick in, with wood. You know, in other words, uh, a brick fireplace. Or but but I'm I like the old school brick. You know, like like that that looks like the hand. Uh, fired bricks, you know, the, yeah. the 200 year old bricks. Yeah. That's just where I'm at. I know in my uncle's yard, there's a lot of handmade bricks where they knock the chimneys down. Yeah. Yeah. In the yard. And, uh, it's, well, nobody w- wanted to save homemade bricks back then, <laughs> right, right. back in the fifties. Right. So, yeah. but today they, uh, they reclaim a lot of bricks. Yeah. And you know, when I go through a lot of town, the older towns, mm-hmm. you know, Going to the coast and stuff like that, you can definitely tell the bricks that were made uh, latter part of the 19th century and yep. the first part of the 19th century because they were getting away from the handmade bricks into the machine-made bricks. Right. And because uh, you can, act, you know, all them old buildings, 
You know, even us working down at Morgan, and I've been trying to find it because they always put the date on these old buildings. Yeah. You know, you, you, you can look you can at the brick. You find that brick, yeah. And you know that it's an old brick. But if yeah. you can find the date, you'll know exactly when that building was built. Yep. And uh, it just, that was craftsmanship. Right, right. Well, you know, again, today we think of the brick as that sort of that red color. Um, and, and, but the bricks, it's the, obviously the minerals and the materials that they use is what gives it the color. And uh, we see that red brick today from, uh, I mean, it comes from, from iron. The iron is what makes that. And then when you, uh, you know, the higher the temperatures, the, the darker the brick, or brick color. Um, so I think yeah that that to me it's it's just cool and and, and that's that's what I like about the uh, you know the uh, handmade the old style brick is that you see those different colors in it it's not so uniform and, and personally that's just like what aesthetically that's what I like yeah uh, about it and but you know the the when you build bricks or with bricks you're really minimizing your waste because they're so uniform um, you know that that you're you, you don't have a lot in it, but but. But the process of building and making the brick too, you know, you're 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 cooking it down, yes. But there's not a lot of moisture or, or a lot of shrinkage with with say wood. You know, you throw yeah. you throw a stick of wood in a kiln, and you see a lot of shrinkage from you know wet green wood to dry, you know, dried kiln fired wood, right? But you don't see that large significant change in bricks, which helps you know through the years through the technology helped make them more and more um, uh, sort of streamlined, if you will. More, more, well, you know, more brick's uniform. not like block. Right. You can lay block dry, mm-hmm. but there's got to be a moisture level in a brick when you lay it. Right. So that's the reason you'll see a guy with a uh, a big brush. Yeah. You know, or, or yeah. in the morning they're spraying the brick down with a water hose mm-hmm. and stuff because there's got to be a moisture level in it so the mortar will stick to it. Gotcha. Even though their mortar's a little wetter, mm-hmm. way, way wetter than a uh, uh, block mortar, they still have to be wet. Right. Well, let, let's uh, let's get back to a little bit about the history. You know, the, the, the Roman Empire fell, the uh, Byzantine Empire kind of took over in the 11th century, and uh, so that what we today call Italy area the Rome you know the the, the basic Roman era area uh you know the bricks sort of expanded out from Europe and and in uh, uh northern Europe Germany uh was uh evidently had been in been in Germany at one time bricks had mm-hmm. and then they lost favor and uh then they went back in Germany they actually went into uh uh Baltic countries, Sweden, Denmark, Poland, Finland, Lithuania, Lativa, Estonia, Blairs, and Russia. Wow. And that started the Gothic yeah. time in history. Well, and you think about that, you know, you, you, you think of those archways and those, th- you know, the, that Gothic style, and yeah, it's a lot of brickwork. Yep. Uh, it's, it's cool. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and then in England, uh, there's... The Henry the Eighth times, you know, the of the sixteen hundreds, uh, th- we had the Great Fire of London. Yep. And so when they, you know, again, what did I mention a while ago? Guess what? Brick doesn't burn. So after that, a lot of a lot of the stuff was being used with bricks. Um. So it's it's it, it you know yeah. Um. It uh it's amazing. I was looking up something. Where I, I've never heard of the. Okay, early. I can't pronounce it. Baroque periods. B A R. Baroque. Yep. 
started in 1584 to 1750 where brick actually fell out yeah it, it wasn't as popular right? and uh so there we get into plastering yeah because they started plastering the covering brick. over it right yeah and uh so they were covering it and then that i guess that way they could color their brick and stuff but it wasn't till the mid 18th century that brick came back right and probably due to a lot of the fires we talked about in history yeah I mean, you know that that's it, and and um, but you know, yeah. But again, you you have such um, it's as technology changed, right? Yep. I mean, we, we we talk about this, you know, but think of of where people were starting to live as you get into the nineteenth and twentieth and what eighteenth and nineteenth century, right? Uh, you you know, you're you're especially in in Europe, and you know, with the larger populations and. Uh, even in, uh, you know, you see this in some Asian countries, too, where the larger populations, they've re- reduced and re- uh, depleted some of those resources. So you don't have the trees and the timber and the lumber. Um, and so, you know, plus as as people kind of gather and, and I mean, we hear about these great fires. We talked about the London fire, right? Yeah. Uh, great fires that take out a lot of people because there's a lot of people in a small, confined place. And so that's that's why when you think of today, you know, a uh, 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 What's uh what's cartoons uh what's that Curious George you know yeah country country and and city boy you know it's been a while since I watched yeah, Curious you know George. It, 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 he's a he's a he's a country monkey and a city monkey uh you know that's the reason when you think of the city boy the city monkey and Curious George you think of the brick house but yet when you think of the country you think of that that wooden log house right uh, because when you when you can find people in uh, small you know houses beside each other buildings on top of each other. You have to worry about that fire spread and things like that. And so non-combustible buildings made out of brick kind of makes sense. Yep. So, it's, uh, you know, yeah. And, and, and so you really see that, especially in that Victorian era of, uh, you know, building with bricks. And, and it you know, it became stylish, for one, because there's more and more, e- you know, each, tech, each uh, evolution of the brick became more and more uniform. Uh, in size and shape and color, um, and you know, and so it, it just uh, it just took off, took off. Yep. Cool. We'll be right back. We'll talk a little bit about modern bricks when we get back. Thanks for listening. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. Thanks for listening to us talking a little bit about bricks today and the history of bricks and. Modern brick production, Randy's. Um, I mean, it's 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 not too foreign, if you will, from the uh, the the original brick making process. Um, but you know, it's it, it's you know it it it's it's just like any technology today, right? It's it, it's it's evolved, but it's it's still the basic principles, and that is you mix clay up and you cook it, and bake it, and dry it out, and yep. you got this uniform thing. Um, you know. A lot of the clays today, well, first of all, we have to think about what is the brick for. We mentioned there's different types of bricks, you know, uh, and, and we see that as we drive down the road, both different colors. Um, but we see a, a brick that a brick today that we would use for uh, a siding is yep. not the same that we would use uh, to make a, not that we make a lot of roadways these, these days, but, you know, it's not the well, same brick that you see on the sidewalk. Yeah, they call them pavers. Yeah. You know, the uh, Brick built on a house has uh, holes in them, so yep. the mortar pavers are 
uh, solid. Mm-hmm. They're not a hard brick. They're a soft brick, so they can tolerate the wear and right. tra- you know, walk and traffic and stuff like that. Uh, we have fire brick used in fire bla- fireplaces. I don't know the makeup of that because all fire brick is a light color. So, so really, you know, I mean, obviously, as you would imagine, the the type of materials, the type of clay that you use is is debate. De- the type of brick you need depends on the type of brick you, or clay that you use. How's that? Correct. Um, you know, but most of your clays is sort of like three groups, if you will, of clay and and uh, that that you use for bricks. The first one's like that surface clay, and that's what you would typically find like river bottoms. You know, yeah. Uh, and, and, and you know that's the stuff that's. Uh, we see made into pottery. You know, that, I mean, the, the, that that what we call clay. I mean, we yeah. we see that here in the high country, right around the rivers and streams and stuff. Um, so that clay is, is is sort of that one group. The other group, if you will, of of clays of dirt, um, it would be like the shells. So clays made of like high geological uh, pressure, uh, and and then they sort of vary, right, from slate to sort of that decomposed rock type of shell. Yeah. Um, and then the third is that fire clay, like you were talking about, and those are typically going to be dug in the ground. I mean, you're, you're going to find those deeper in the ground. Um, the, the fire clays typically re, uh, require mining, but the, the advantage to those, and that's the reason you see them in the fires so much, is 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 there, it's a more uniform chemical uh, composition of the dirt. The clay. Yeah. Uh, so, but again, you know, the, the surface clays are going to be, you know, you got the guy out there with a the shovel, the bulldozer, that kind of thing. Um, shells are going to be, you know, blowing them up and then shoveling it up, you know, and, but the fire clays are really mined. Uh, it's sort of what you see in today's. Did not, did not know yeah. that. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Uh, of course, all the clay, you mix it with water, obviously, as you can imagine with other stuff in it. And then, and then, uh, the, depends on what you're adding. It, it depends on the plus, uh, plasticity of the, what of it's going to be that, uh, the modern, the modern brick. Has calcium silicate in it, yep. which is a hard product, and concrete. Yep. And uh, in 2007, they allowed them to start putting fly ash in them. Yeah. And, you know, I did not know that uh, brick are an extruded product. Right. So I guess they just put them on a big press and extrude them out at a certain speed. Interesting. And then when they come out, they're cut with a big, I don't know if it's a knife. Yeah, or, they're you know, cut in the shape. Before it goes into the uh, the kills. Yeah. Well, you know, the, and, and, and this goes back to what you were saying with fire bricks. You know, again, it's more of a solid chemical composition when you look at it. The reason being is you want to get all that water out of that brick as much as, much as you can, right, within reason. Yeah. Um, and the reason being is as it heats up, a.k.a. you put it in a fire— uh, it could explode, you know, with with that water inside of it. Yes, it can. And, and so that's why there's that's why you see those heavier, denser bricks as that's fire bricks. Ge- that's generally what causes your pizza stone to explode. Yep. Is, there's moisture that has uh, permeated the, the surface of it. Exactly. Yep. Um, but they most kilns and modern day kilns, most bricks are are about the thousand degree mark uh, Celsius. That is so. You know, thousand degrees Celsius. So it's what sixteen to two thousand degrees Fahrenheit. I wonder how long they kill them for. Uh, well, I think it depends. I mean, there's two different types of stoves. Um, I I don't know that this uh, this just tells the uh, temperatures. I don't think it tells the the time. I would think it'd be uh, like glass because see, glass has to go through a, a smaller kill with lesser temperature 
to take it down slowly because, you know, if you take glass out and don't put it in another, you know, you make the glass and then you blow the glass. And if you don't put it back in a, a smaller room with a heat chamber, then the glass will shatter when it cools too fast. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. Um, so, okay, so the periodic kiln was improved. Uh, it improves efficiency by placing several kilns in line with connecting passages. There you go, Randy. You were right. Uh, different chambers with different temperatures, different heats, different methods. Um, and then that creates, uh, the, the, they pass through that, and each zone um, increases the temperature. Now, I did go to Johnson City over there one yeah. time at uh, the brick plant, and I did watch them make brick. Boy, they, I'll tell you one thing. That's noisy. Yep. Because it's a dry extruded product, and that machine vibrates it and packs it. Yeah. And then it lifts the form off, stacks it on another pallet, uh, and uh, then it starts again. That's cool. 24, 24 7. That's awesome. And then it goes, once it gets so high, then it goes into the keel. The keel's automatic because once that one goes in, the doors close and the track moves real slow all the way down to it. That's cool. Cool. Well, I, you know, bricks is a loaded question. Well, you know what? There you go. It uh, talks about them. I, it, it, it's cool. It's it, cool. Just think, 7,000 B.C. when the first bricks was made. We're making brick a long time. And some of them's been around a long time. Think how many billions. I mean, we said 3.8 billion alone in the, uh, the, the the Great Wall of China. Think of how many bricks have been moved and carried to a job site. Yep. Crazy. Crazy. So, I like it. It's fun stuff. It's good. So, uh, yeah. Well, there's the history of brick. Not all go. the history of brick, but. Enough of it. That uh, <laughs> gets you in the ballpark. How about that? That's it. Well, thanks again for listening to us. Don't forget about the podcast, All About Home Construction, and we can check it out on the uh, Facebook page, All About Home Construction. We love getting comments from you guys and uh, topic ideas, so we appreciate that. And, uh, well, thank you all. That's it. Well, Randy, uh, have fun and uh, enjoy the, the rest of the uh, October weather here on this beautiful Saturday. Mowing hay. That's it. Well, thanks again for listening to us, and we'll see you around next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast, All About Home Construction. Our show airs live on WATA Radio in Boone, North Carolina, every Saturday morning. Check out our Facebook page, All About Home Construction. Leave your tips and comments there. Also, subscribe, like, and share this with a friend.